millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I was adopted. I never knew my real mother. Rather, I knew her at one time, but I left her side when I was too little to be even able to remember. I loved my adopted family, though. They were so kind to me. I ate well, I lived in a warm and comfortable house, and I got to stay up pretty late. Let me tell you about my family real fast. First, there is my mother. I never really called her mum or anything like that. I just called her by her first name, Janice. She didn't seem to mind at all, though. I called her that for so long, I don't think she even noticed anymore. Anyhow, she was a very kind woman. I think she is the one who recommended my adoption in the first place. Sometimes I would lay my head against her in front of the television, and she would tickle my back with her nails. She was one of those Hollywood mothers. Second, there's Dad. His real name is Richard, but he never really liked me much, so I began to refer to him as Dad in a desperate attempt to gain his affection. It didn't work. I think that no matter what I called him, he would never love me as much as his own child. And that's understandable, so I really didn't press the matter. The most notable attribute of Dad was his unmoving sternness. He was not afraid to pop his children when they did something wrong. I found that out the hard way, before I could use the restroom properly. He didn't hesitate to spank me. Well, I'm in line now, and it's because of his methods. Lastly, there is my sister. Little Emily was really young when I was adopted, so we were about the same age, but she was slightly older. I like to think of her as my little sister, though. We got along better than any sibling could possibly get along. We would always stay up late together and just talk. Well, she did a lot of the talking. I mostly just listened because I loved her. It was a great setup we had. We were short on bedrooms, so because I didn't want to sleep in the living room by myself when I was little, I had a pallet set up for me next to her bed on the floor. This is where I've slept since. But it was cool with me because I enjoyed being with her and I'd always felt pretty protective of my little sis. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But everything changed on a horrible Wednesday night. I was at home taking a nap when little Emily opened the front door. The sound of the door opening pulled me to a state of consciousness. 
and I walked from the room down the hall to the living room. That's when I first remembered it was Wednesday. I was never any good at keeping track of what day it was. Actually, I'll go ahead and say it. My sense of time was horrible. But nevertheless, I knew it was Wednesday, because Emily had just come home from her church's youth group. She walked in the front door and hugged me, and then she was followed in by Dad and Janice. You have a good nap? Janice said teasingly as she ruffled up my hair. I just shook my head away and snorted in a matter that clearly expressed that I was teasing her back. Don't you snort at your mother like that, said my father gruffly with authority. He shut the door behind him and hung up his coat. I was clearly joking, I growled under my breath. He must not have heard me, because I didn't feel him smack me. Emily then proceeded to our room and I followed. She started telling me about her day, you know, usual teenage girl stuff. But I listened so that she would feel better. After her summary, she suggested watching TV and I obliged and jumped onto the couch as she was going for the remote. She rolled her eyes at my little sister-like immaturity and scooted me over and sat down. The TV turned on and we watched it together until the sun went down. Emily was the kind of girl that, instead of watching cartoons and soap operas, she would rather watch Discovery and Animal Planet and National Geographic. I like those too, so I didn't mind. Actually, those were the only channels that can hold my attention. So it got late and Janice walked up behind the sofa. Emily, it's past your bedtime. Turn off the TV and go to your room. You too, she pointed at me. Emily turned off the program we are watching grudgingly and she stood up. She started down the hallway to our room. As I followed, I could not shake the feeling that something wasn't quite right. We went into our room and Emily turned off the light. Just as she did, I caught a flash of movement out of the corner of my eye. It was out of the window. But as soon as I redirected my line of sight to where the window was... What I thought I saw, it was gone. I still remained alert, though, for my sister's sake. I laid there in the darkness, with nothing but the thin ray of light coming from the street lamp outside to illuminate the room. It wasn't much. Time and time again, I could have sworn that I heard subtle sounds from just outside the window. A twig break, leaves crunching, clothes jostling, and all the while I could smell the faint stench of sweat and blood. I kept my eyes open most of the night. The sides outside subsided and the smell left my nose. I began to feel at ease, my eyelids closed. Not long after that, I heard a very loud crash on the other side of the house. I was up in an instant. There's someone in the house, I barked with extreme adrenaline coursing through me. Wake up! Wake up! I pleaded with Emily. She did, and as soon as I saw her sit up, I ran to my parents' room. Dad was dead. His neck was splayed open and gaping as blood spilled out of it, off the bed and onto the floor. I saw that the master bathroom's door was closed, and just before it, on the outside, there was a man. A man, I don't feel comfortable calling him that. He was very large and rugged, He turned around and saw me, and that's when I saw him accurately for the first time. I won't forget it. 
His eyes were large and beady and trapped with lust. He was styling a beard that was badly unkempt, with blood dripping off it. His clothes were dirty and his face was cold. Just then I noticed the same horrid smell of sweat and blood from earlier. But this time, it was overwhelming. He saw me and grinned with a set of crooked yellow teeth. He saw me. He saw me and grinned with a set of crooked yellow teeth. That smile threw me off. I thought I was going to die. But he turned back to the bathroom door, completely unperturbed by my presence. I was terrified and didn't know what to do. I just yelled and cried. I watched as he shouldered through the door that was Mum's only protection. I watched as he raised the large razor he was carrying, but had obviously neglected to use properly. I watched as he sliced her open and tore her to shreds. I then heard something, the last thing I wanted to hear. It was Emily's scream coming from behind me. The large monster looked up from my butchered mother and stared at my little sister. I was distraught. He stood up and quickly started walking towards us. My sister turned and ran. I was at a loss when he bypassed me and went straight after her. Why was she still in the house? Had she not assessed the situation and run? Apparently not. And now she was dead and I was alone. I ran after them both. I expected the man to kill her as he had the rest of my family, but I was sadly mistaken. He grabbed her by the arm and jerked her in a way to make it clear he was in control. He dragged her through the house. I was making all the noise I could now, hoping and praying that someone would come to my aid. He must not take her. Not her. As he passed me, I backed against the wall and whimpered in terror. He didn't respond except for putting his free hand on my head while Emily screamed in the other, and he said, Good girl. He gave another crooked grin and a very cold, unnatural laugh. I followed him to the front door where he dragged my helpless sister after him. He opened it and pulled her out and slammed it shut behind him. I'm now sitting in a house with my mutilated adopted parents, shivering and whimpering in dismay. He's out there with her, doing God knows what to her, and I can't do anything about it. I would if I could, but I can't. I would chase after them in a heartbeat, but I can't. I sit here looking at the front door. I look down at my paws. If only I could open doors. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.